is the 15th of March 2023 and it's just coming up to half past one here in the UK. I haven't done a health revolution with our health hero, uh, our lovely Clive Dakar. We haven't done a show in ages and we need to catch up uh, because we've got things to talk about. We've got lots of things to talk about, but I want to start off with saying, hello, Clive. How are you? Hello, Lou. Yes, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good, good. So where are we going to start today? What about what are we looking at on product side and supplementation side? What's you got your eye on? Okay, well, it's a supplement that's not a supplement. Okay. Uh, the answer is glutathione. Okay. Now, uh, while one can buy glutathione supplements, you can even have intravenous glutathione and in an emergency detoxification situation that might be a way forward but but long term it's not because our livers make glutathione so we're perfectly capable of making the ultimate antioxidant the ultimate anti-inflammatory and so what is glutathione let's start with that it is made up from amino acids glycine and glutamate, along with N-acetylcysteine and NAC. N-acetylcysteine is the one that got all the publicity because people were saying that it worked to reverse the damage of needlework. Okay, right, needlework. Yes, you can use your imaginations. Okay, yes, fair enough. Yes, I'm with you. Okay. Yes, the, okay. Uh, otherwise known as the miracle cure. Okay. Uh, okay, anyway, so uh, glutathione. Um, basically, everybody who's ill, who's been had their blood work tested are low on glutathione. It, it's like, if you're ill, well, you're going to be low on glutathione. If you're low on glutathione, well, how ill or how toxic are you? Because without glutathione, you can't detox properly in, in man many cases. You know, remember, there are like what, 100,000 chemicals out there, you know, synthetic chemicals that our body maybe does or doesn't know how to deal with. So, you know, the problem is that if you are poisoned, as most people are, they're breathing, drinking water and so on, that um, they're going to age prematurely. They're not going to recover. They're not going to have the resilience that somebody with a full level of glutathione would have and of course as we get older we start to make less of pretty much everything and therefore you know there's more illness how, how many people do you reckon are ill these days half, half the population would you think Lou no I'd say more than that more I would I would say well everybody's ill all the time and yeah I don't especially around now as well and everyone I don't know about you but everyone's back in masks around <laughs> Oh, I, I, I don't go out much. I haven't seen any of that. That's crazy. You're best staying in. <laughs> don't venture out. It's a dangerous, crazy world out there. But no, I, I would say, I would say a little bit over half of the half of Britain is is ill. Yeah, and there are some uh, studies that seem to show that fifty percent of the population of the world has uh, a missing gene. Uh, now, personally, I believe with genetics that you can override missing genes. I believe that they're maybe not missing, but just not switched on. And, you know, there have been lots of books written about it, epigenetics, you know, above genetics. And I think as simple as changing your mind state from, say, depressed to happy, I would say laughter uh, literally changes the body in several ways i think it changes the ph of the body and ph is to do with healing um i think uh, our mental attitude uh, has much more impact than everybody thinks I, I i couldn't agree more and i'm noticing it very much i don't know how how you feel clive but at the moment i've got i just i just feel fed up and there's no particular reason. I mean, there's, there's there's lots of things going on, but I've been into a lot of it that they just can't, oh, they just haven't got that oomph anymore like they used to. Everything's just an effort. They don't really want to socialise as much. And 
it's difficult to get, even though you know you need to get out of that mindset, you can't just say it. Yeah, I'm okay. You know, and it's finding things to laugh about, probably, Clive. I agree. I agree. There's even not much to, to laugh about at the moment. Well, then, uh, while I'm not a great uh, fan of telly necessarily, uh, put, uh, find a really funny comedy film uh, or something and watch it and just snap yourself out of wherever, wherever you are. Yeah, yeah. And I always think um, also get, getting a bit of fresh air, just oh, going for a walk and sort it. Really, and I forget that at times. I really do. And, I, and then after you've been for that walk, it, it isn't as bad. But when you're sitting in inside and you're mulling over it, ugh, get outside, go for a little walk. That's that's just, I've just told myself that. I've just told myself that after we do this, I'm going to take the dogs out for a walk and clear my head. Because you just feel, it's horrible, just feeling glum all the time. It's like there's nothing to really look forward to. It's a weird one, Clive. Well, uh, then one needs to take some steps to understand what makes us happy at the end of the day. And I would say those things are um, being mindful of expressing gratitude to yourself. You know, when something pleases you, uh, really acknowledge it and uh, make the most of the good stuff. And, you know, it could, I mean, right now you say go out for a walk. So I open the window, it's at least halfway to go going out for a walk. And I could feel a really fresh breeze on my face, and I can be grateful for that. You know, yeah. just I can hear the birds singing. I can be grateful for that. And being in the now, you know, actually in this moment, is everything that you're worried about going to go wrong right the second? Well, probably not. It's probably somewhere in the future, or you're remembering things that have gone wrong in the past. And you know, the moment you can bring yourself back into you know this moment, and you know, are you all right? Is everything, you know. Yeah. relax really I suppose maybe it's because people don't relax they wake up to the alarm clock in the morning if they're unlucky and then maybe it switches on a radio and they listen all day to gloomy things they listen to the news first thing in the morning last oh, week. God, no, that's a definite no-no <laughs> watch the news last thing at night um but you know it life should be a joy shouldn't it uh, but we, we we, we need to be aware that we're creating that or not by how we're thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 we do have the power to change the way things are and people kind of keep forgetting that as well. We do have that power to, to change things. Yes, it's been a tough few years, but I, I mean, are you seeing, I know we're just ju totally jumping off the subject of, of supplements, but while we're here, are you? do you see it? Do you see the sudden change and shift and these, the panic that our world leaders are suddenly jumping into? Because everything is, is starting to be exposed, isn't it, right now? So we have got something, I think, quite positive to look forward to because it can't, the doom and gloom can't carry on. It might get worse before it gets better. But the fact that the, the, the swamp rats worldwide are uh, running for cover, I think... Uh, yeah, but 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 uh, you're looking at the second level politicians, uh, yeah, the ones that who are yeah, out there in yeah, front, yeah, yeah. It's the people who you don't who you know, trilateral commission, the Bilderberg, all all those guys. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're in a panic. It's just their lieutenants who've been lying and carrying out evil deeds that are panicking. Yeah. I, th I think the real parasites at the top uh, have the whole thing planned out. Of course, of course they did, of course. Um, so let's get back to these supplements. So how do you say it? Glutathione. 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 Thione. Okay. And, so, and what we need to do is to make sure that our bodies have got the nutrients and the physical ability to be able to uh, take in the type of foods that would uh, allow you to build glutathione. So essentially, as I mentioned at the beginning, that they're amino acids. There's N-acetylcysteine, glycine, glutamate, glutamine. Um, the, 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 it's basically a sulfur-bearing material, and sulfur is able to sulfate metals and toxins. So if you've got mercury poisoning, lead poisoning, uh, glutathione is how our bodies would naturally detoxify that. You know, we, we can detoxify things that some people might have thought are stuck there forever and sulfur you know we, we we've got a couple of sulfur products on 
uh, you know, there's MSM sulfur, the, the uh, crystalline it's great product. form. Um, but this way, you're using sulfur-based amino acids to allow the glutathione to be made in the liver. Now, how do you get amino acids? Well, a, a vegan might get it from things like nuts and seeds, um, where, where uh, uh, the proteins, essentially, that, that the vegans are eating. And you can get maybe 20, 25% or something bioavailability out of vegetable proteins. Hemp seeds would be a great example of a really good one. But with animal-based proteins, uh, they're much more bioavailable. So uh, if you want to make glutathione, the, uh, it, it, the people who are eating the right amount of a high-quality protein are going to be better than the ones who are maybe avoiding protein. But um, the basic amino acids um, that we put together in, in what we call the glutathione builder um, are capsules which um, just g give the body uh, the, the necessary building blocks straight. So, um, yeah. Uh, so somebody but, like me, Clive, who um, can't eat nuts because I've got the nut allergy. I don't like fish. I don't eat eggs. What? Where would I be able to get? And it's obviously we've got to go for the, the you know the organic food. I know things are unbelievably expensive right now, and people are struggling, especially the price of food and that. But with your what? How would I get it? basically how would i get it if i don't eat nuts eggs fish how how would i get the glutathione if i didn't you know other than supplementation yeah well you'd get it from meat cheese uh butter cream milk uh and then you get get it from the protein based uh things like uh, uh chickpeas mung beans um hemp seeds Black okay. seeds, you know, no, you know, no, no shortage of protein sources out there. Okay, okay, and how regularly? I mean, this is what what are the effects that this does? Let's say, and how quickly will you notice um, a change? Oh well, you might notice uh, a change really quickly. Um, it uh, that one's a difficult one to answer, and um, but I mean, we're, we're all poisoned, yeah. and. Some of us uh, are more poisoned than, than others um, because they might have had a medical intervention, for example. And I think the more medications you've perhaps been subjected to, um, the more this might be a very, very useful material just to allow the body to uh, get rid of the toxins and rebuild, rebuild itself. And would it be something that's part of your daily routine? Because you don't need to take all the products all the time because you can ease off once you're you know you, you you found your your right place i mean vitamin c is always a must every day as is the magnesium fulvic um maybe iodine um but would this be something that would be part of your daily ongoing routine or it'd be something that you 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 go into and you take it for a while and then come back and go back how how does well, it work how i do it is uh, I know what I absolutely need. And once every few days, I'll probably take a squirt of iodine, maybe 10 drops, maybe once every I don't know, four or five days or something. Uh, selenium, I'll probably uh, do something similar, but maybe twice a week, maybe once a week. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just really relaxing from the how much should I do and when and just going, what does my intuition <clears throat> suggest that I do today? So the glutathione, because it's a, a new uh, product, I'm taking a couple every day um, to see if I notice anything. Um, I'm super insensitive to supplements, so it's very rare I notice anything about anything. Um, however, that, that's what I'm doing. But you know, in, let, let's say you, know, you suddenly wake up one morning and think, I really ought to do that detox. I've been eating badly. I've taken mm -hmm. a drug or whatever it is. Then for a month or two, I would suggest going for it and, um, you know, see if you notice more energy, clearer thinking, whatever it might be. But, you know, the problem with toxins, particularly the toxic metals, are they're neurotoxic and they'll slow you down. 
you know, your thinking won't be what it is. And there are clear links between every nasty disease in the world and toxic metal poisoning, yeah. um, particularly with kids, obviously. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I just, oh God, I had something really important in my mind then and I can't, it's just, it's just flown out. So um, you're taking it, well, you're, you're the thing is you're, you're so healthy, Clive, because you've, you've gone through, you've, you've tested everything, um, but it makes sense. So the supplementation of that you're taking. So how many do you take of this a day? Uh, I'm taking two a day at the moment, but I don't plan to do that long term. Um, and you know, I don't think this is necessarily a supplement that one would want to do that. Probably the more elderly you become, the more important uh, it would be. However, there are so many interesting, important supplements out there. I mean, I'm taking um the immuno blend that i've got um because i'm trying to cut as many corners as possible i don't want to take any more supplements than i feel i have to and the immuno blend covers quite a few bases that i feel good about so um the idea is that anything like a, that would damage the immune system a cold for instance well you're not going to get those if you take these so in the winter I'm taking those, not planning to take it in the summer. Um, I take magnesium a lot because I, I it's one of the rare ones I do feel the benefit from. Pulvic minerals, I drink daily. Vitamin C, I generally take daily. Um, at the moment, I'm taking some sulfur because uh, there are huge benefits to dissolving scar tissue. So you know, glutathione, sulfur, um, whether it's MSM or in glutathione form, is going to help dissolve scar tissue. And scar tissue is way more damaging than people think because it interrupts the electrical conductivity of the body. So if you've got a scar, um, you know, everything that you've heard about acupuncture becomes relevant, that you know, there are these channels, these meridians running all throughout the body from the teeth to the toes. And if you interrupt them with a bit of scar tissue you've blocked a certain flow of inf information. So a lot of people have healed all sorts of illnesses by essentially attending to the scar tissue and trying to heal it and restore it back into normal, healthy tissue. That makes total sense. Total sense, doesn't it? Right, now we're going to move on. You've got a book that you've been keeping notes on over the years. We had a little discussion about it earlier, and you're going to open the book, and we're going to you're going to talk about what you wrote. So, can we start roughly? How many years has your little book been uh, active? Oh well, uh, the book that I'm opening just the second is just in the last uh, few months, but I've got books going back uh, a long time. I'd I love to dig them out, but let's do as you've got the one over the last few months. Let's uh, let's go into that one. I'd love to hear some old ones. I really would. All right. Well, I'll just go through. I mean, this is so random. It may or may not uh, make sense. Um, sorry. Some of this is is um, just. Off you go. So, you know, when I'm in the mood, which is you know, most days, I like to watch videos or read books or articles, and I get great stuff sent to me every day. People say, you must read this or watch that. And then I get, uh, I get a physical newsletter, which I enjoy every couple of weeks from Dr. Jonathan Wright. It's called the Green Medicine Newsletter, and today's one is about melatonin. And... Uh, incredible what you can do with melatonin uh but that's uh, uh well let me just open the article um take one at random melatonin and sex uh work with melatonin suggests it can help us prevent the decline in sexual energy that we now too often accept as a natural consequence of aging uh what else melatonin an anti-cancer agent question mark melatonin for growing younger the reg melatonin, the regulator of regulators. Um, yeah, melatonin has been around for, for 100 or so years. Um, okay, so let's talk melatonin because we, 
we need that to sleep, don't we? Well, they, the famous they, say that we should sleep in total darkness. And even a crack of light or turning on the light because you need to get up and do something in the middle of the night is enough to break the melatonin cycle. And the moment, apparently, the, the, the brain is aware of light, um, maybe if you haven't closed the curtains properly or turned the light on, then suddenly uh, deep sleep becomes impossible because the melatonin is switched off. Now, how true that is, I don't really know. But I did an interview, I think when I was with UK Column, which must have been some years back, uh, with uh, Dr. Walter Pierre Powley, who was what, what the, the leading researcher, I think, about melatonin. And that video obviously has been taken down on YouTube, but hopefully it's still around. And um, he was convinced uh, after, I don't know, 50 years of research, that melatonin was was the key to longevity. Um, I should look him up and find out how old he is now. But his brother's... <laughs> Um, he, he was fairly elderly at the time, but he... he uh, anyway, uh, the, the next article in this is chocolate. Less, less all-cause mortality. Chocolate consumption and all-cause and cause-specific mortality in the US population. Post-hoc analysis of ELCO cancer screening trial reveals. So uh, eat, eat chocolate. Obviously, it's got to be good chocolate. And you're less likely to die of anything. Um, so this morning I was studying the late Dr. Biggleson and his works on uh, drbiggleson.com. His sons have taken it over. And uh, he's basically just discovered that uh, using live blood analysis, you can tell all sorts of interesting things from the images that you see in live blood. He's able to tell from live blood if somebody's pregnant or, or not. Um, he can tell uh, all sorts of things, literally, because within the blood, there, there are holographic images of a fetus, if the person's pregnant. Um, really uh, very interesting work, and he's been doing it for a very long time. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. And uh, so, so he said some very interesting things. He had a line which I thought was great, uh, is uh, uh, this, this very moment is the youngest you will ever be. Yeah. Um, That's absolutely spot on, isn't it? You can't argue with that. You can't. Uh, and he also says, um, do something you enjoy every day. And he says that laughter and um, your attitude will change your DNA just because your parents uh, had an issue and you think you've inherited it doesn't mean you can't override it. Um, he was talking about stem cell treatment. And, you know, over the years, I've interviewed people who've had stem cells done, do stem cell treatment. And in the past, it was um, done, as far as I knew, from um, uh, from either your, your, own, um, your own body, taking those stem cells and multiplying them, or other ways, uh, usually from taking it from a baby from the uh, centre and so on, but which I didn't like the sound of. But um, he, he was saying that they in Europe, they they have liquid stem cell drinks. Now, people might not like the sound of this either, but if you, eat, you, you won't be all right. From, from sheep and pigs, that you can actually drink stem cells and get younger, um, which is something I'm going to look into because I haven't so far. Um, wow. He was saying that, Mono, mononucleosis is caused at birth when they cut uh, the cord too short. Apparently, your belly button should be an outie, not an, not an innie, for the first 20 or so years of your life. And it's by cutting it too short that it constricts the, uh, the body and all sorts of problems happen, because you know, no animal, of course, would clamp a cord you know, they, they let it drop off. So lots of damage is being done during birth. So he was talking about that. He was talking about scars and saying that classical osteopaths should be able to open scars so that so that they can begin to be dissipated. Um, he was saying that uh, most people, most women with thyroid damage 
Um, I've previously thought it was mainly to do with chlorine and fluoride, but of course he reminded me that of course it's actually to do with birth control pills and that a lot of women um, have had damages to, to you know, the ovaries, the thyroid, everything from the birth control pill. He also said that women who are told you might benefit from having your ovaries removed should say to the doctor who is suggesting the idea, who's possibly a man, uh, well, uh, you're saying I should get rid of my ovaries because I'm past the age where they're any use. Um, shall we cut off your balls because you're past the age when you'd be? Yeah, angry? exactly. But they love it, don't they? They love cutting. They'll do anything to to remove a part of you. I remember when I had that diverticulitis, and I was in hospital for about two weeks. I had three different antibiotics intravenously, and they were desperate to cut out part of my bowel. Desperate. Well, that's how surgeons make money. So. Dr. Bigelson was also talking about uh, IUDs, you know, to stop women getting pregnant. And he explained how they worked, which I hadn't worked out, is, you know, the bit of plastic that sort of uh, expands uh, is there to physically stop the egg from implanting in the uterus because it creates inflammation. So, so the women who've got IUDs, how it works is to keep them constantly inflamed. Wow. Which things like peritonitis. Yeah. I mean, it's super, super insane. The more you understand about what doctors do, uh, the more um, one would doubt their sanity. Uh, well, you, you have to question sanity over the last couple of years. You know, they're not stupid people. They must know. They know, you know, but they're, they're just too interested in the 12 pound every patient. They, they stab, you know, and it goes up to 22 pound per child. You know, and there's just there's just no conscience. How can they? St- how I don't, I don't understand how they can stand there and just vaccinate a child, <laughs> knowing uh, what well, they know. I know yeah. I, I don't believe that they don't know. They 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 know. They know. Well, early on in the career of a doctor, I would suggest that they come to a point where they realise what's going on, and they deliberately cut off empathy. They cut off empathy deliberately so that they can carry on doing the work without having to face reality. And, you know, when people are without empathy, they're called psychopaths. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, it's just, I I always have um, debates with people um, who have been got jabbed and uh, at the beginning didn't believe it. Yeah, well... Why aren't they letting it out? I can't believe that there's, you know, if all these people know. And they, people who aren't awake can't comprehend that this is such a big agenda and who the players are. And, oh, they go, why aren't doctors speaking out? Well, they are. They are. But, you know, it's involving the media. And people just can't understand how big a game this was. And... Um, I hope now a lot more people are coming to to realise the lie. But, um, yeah, I think, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how the doctors can do it, can continue doing it, and why more questions weren't asked by the public. But uh, it's the questions that we've all got, I suppose, Clive. But I think we've got Hancock running for the hills. I think he's been... Uh, well, he's just the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, they, they'll sacrifice him and all the others will get away with it. He, he's just the sacrificial lamb. He's been promised a place on Epstein Island or whatever in the end. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. And then obviously we've had the Gary Lineker stuff going on as well, which is total insanity. Now, I want to just go on to... You're, you're, you're getting quite the, uh, quite the star now. Uh, Richard Vobes, who is just incredible. Again, like... Where was he? And he's just made this appearance. And, and what a guy. And you've been doing some stuff working with him. How's that going? Well, I like Richard a lot. I mean, there, there are a few people out there right now, Richard Vobes um, being a prime example, who are just being themselves and saying, OK, uh, this is what I think. Make of it what you will. And uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Everybody should be making videos if, if they feel the urge you know don't be shy you know, it's one there are very few advantages about getting older one of them is you you 
are able to get over yourself more anyway yeah you know it just doesn't matter so much what people think or whatever no and that's 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 a that's a big step towards freedom actually not giving a damn what other people think and in fact it's actually got nothing to do with you really of what other people think of you it's their independent thought process if they don't like you that's their story it's you know you can't it's, it's up to them in it life well, I, I think the way to live is that uh you know i'm my sister, you know, everybody takes us on board. I'm not going to let anybody or anything upset my nice day. Yeah. Yeah, it's up to you whether you whether you let it affect it affect you. I think people are so triggered now. I mean, it's it's such that that social experiment that the government's put on has worked a treat. I mean, you don't see, I mean, you go out onto the main road between Totnes and, and Painton, it's one big road. That road be always chocker at the crossroads where, you, you know, it takes you, you can go off, head up towards London if you turn left, you go into Torquay and then the other way is Brixham and Totnes. That road is always busy. You can drive out there now at half past eight of the morning and the road's clear. You'd never be able to do that before. It's, it's such that everyone's so enclosed in their own homes now Everything that they did, that social experiment has totally worked. As I say, people are back in masks around here now, which is, it, I mean, it's a mental illness, isn't it, all of this? Would you, would you not say, this paranoia? Well, it's very unfortunate. I mean, you know, the worry is such a waste of time. It's totally self-defeating. You know, a worry is um, self-punishment, isn't it? I mean, it's just... Just unfortunate. We need to find ways to snap out of it. And smiling definitely is one of them. Uh, laughing, as we mentioned. I mean, just back on doctors for a second. You know, if a doctor um, says to anybody, "You've got an autoimmune disease," what what that really what the doctor is really saying is, "You're ill. I've no idea why. Therefore, I'm going to blame you for it and say your body is fighting itself." I mean, it, it's so pathetic. And people, unfortunately, say, oh, I've got an autoimmune disease. No, you haven't. No, you have not. You've got a mineral deficiency, a nutrient deficiency. Toxic poisoning is what you've got. You, you, your body is not fighting itself. Autoimmunity does not exist. It's really interesting you say that because uh, a member of my family has an autoimmune disease. And um, I was actually blamed for it because they had a mouth ulcer and I suggested that they wash their mouth out with colloidal silver. Well, apparently, because of that, they've got some autoimmune disease because of the colloidal silver. Even though you try to explain to them what colloidal silver is, they they don't listen. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Well, it's very sad that people are unfortunately very, very stupid. You know, you said about toxic metal poisoning. Now, zeolite, I'm sure we've, we did shows years ago about zeolite. And there's another product called Diatonaceous Earth as well. Um, the zeolite, does that, is that as, are there better things now? Because back in the day, that was the one thing people say, you know, you, you, you extract, you take zeolite in your smoothie, you'll extract the heavy metals. Um, are we still standing by that and the zeolite? Um, well, uh, there are different types of zeolite. There's powdered zeolite, then there's liquid zeolite, which is basically micronized, and it's the liquid zeolite which is the one. That, that's the one. There are several good makes out there, um, some of which are multi-level marketing. Uh, unfortunately, I don't like multi-level marketing. I think Touchstone is probably one of those. Product's great, but you pay a lot of money. Um, I've got a link to a product on, on the site um, called Clean Slate. Clean Slate. And uh, that's the one I'm using myself at the moment. I am using that. Again, I'm trying to see if I notice any anything. But uh, again, one of the ultimate detoxification agents. And again, anybody you know who needs detoxifying for a pharmaceutical reason in particular, I would definitely go for... Uh, a material like clean slate, uh, definitely. Uh, fulvic minerals do the same, uh, relatively. Um, yeah, both those things. 
Um, I'm, I know I'm just throwing everything at you, but there is a lot. Of, there's there's a lot of things I've got down on my notes here that I want to talk. Um, now we went. We talked about detoxing. Now I did a fast about two weeks ago. I didn't prepare for it, which I th- I do think I should have probably prepared for it. Uh, but I just went straight in. I was going to do three days, water only. Which first day I was okay. Second day I crashed. Live absolutely it was awful headaches tired weak day three got up feeling fantastic absolutely brilliant and I actually carried it on for nearly I carried it on for four days um I was I was very sleepy by the end of day three though um I think I was in bed by kind of half past eight um day four I was I could have actually probably gone on to for another day it was it was kind of a breeze and I wasn't sure really what to eat. I got some clear soup. I just got like a chicken noodle soup. Um, what can you what are your thoughts on fasting? How long people should do it and how should one prepare for it? OK, well, um, it's quite a big question, really. Um, I would the first thing is that people need to understand that it's much easier than people think. When the first time I did a, a long fast, um, I was amazed that it wasn't difficult. I thought I would be starving and climbing up the walls with hunger, but actually I wasn't. That was re- that was the first surprise. Um, I found it reset my my food choices after that, only temporarily, but after the fast, I only wanted to eat healthy living food. I didn't feel like the stuff I normally would like, like cheese on toast or something. Uh, That surprised me. But I think from your perspective, um, if from the start you'd been using the following materials, uh, selenium, fulvic minerals, iodine, vitamin C, vitamin D if it was winter, uh, sulfur, glutathione builder for that matter, um, that would have helped dramatically. You probably wouldn't have felt the crash on that second day so much because those materials and charcoal. Would have uh, you see, I took a bit of, I had some selenium, I had some vitamin C and I had some magnesium, but I wasn't sure, should I just not have vitamins either? I wasn't really sure what to do with that during, well, during the fast. Am I fasting from completely everything and just sticking to water? Well, uh, that that would be an individual's choice. For me, uh, when I did it, I was out in the tropics and I drank uh, fresh coconut water every day because the the balance of minerals and stuff in fresh coconut water is actually very good. You can live on that. Uh, So I I do feel that one should, you know, use care and consideration about your body. And if, if you're... If you have been eating badly and you're suddenly going to have a fast, then your body's going to be in a state of shock. And I think you want to treat treat it lovingly at that point. And make sure your bowels are working properly so that if you do go into a detox, which is going to happen if you fast, um, make sure that you can eliminate the poisons properly. I had uh, a client some few months ago, actually, who told me that he was um, 14 days, I think it was, into a long-term fast. And he said, you know, the funny thing was that for the first eight days, I was still having a bowel movement every day. And he, he, he was just in the process of realizing that that meant he was backed up by eight days. Ooh, yeah. Blimey. What about breaking the fast then when, it, when, you, when it's time to come off? You shouldn't just go down and start stuffing a roast dinner. Well, um, it, you know, I've only got my own experience to go on that, that after the fast, it really reset my food tastes. I, I, I literally went into a health food store and I was expecting to be drawn to the left hand side of the shop, which had the biscuits and stuff and the cheese and the fish. But actually, I was drawn straight to the vegetables and the fruit. And that was all I wanted. Uh, you know, as I said, it somehow I'd re- it felt like I'd reset my body a bit. It didn't last. How long did you do that fast for? How long was that after? Oh, I don't know, just over two weeks, I suppose. Wow. 
but but as I say, it wasn't difficult. That's that was the shocking part. It wasn't difficult. However, I didn't feel any better afterwards, which was the whole point of doing it. I thought, yeah, enemas at the same time, and really, you know, I was trying hard. You might say, but I, I you know, I was I thought I'd feel better, but I didn't. But lots of people do, obviously. Lots of people feel, you know, massively better because they've unloaded a toxic load. I, you know, I, th- I think I wasn't that toxic. toxic. No, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's definitely one to, to sort of like mull over doing another one. I don't know if I could go straight in for two weeks, though. The three days well, I, is a lot I, easier. Than yeah, I don't think that's necessary by, by any means. You know, yeah. and I wasn't really planning to do that long. Just to, you know, once it started, it didn't feel like stopping. It, it was weird. Yeah. I mean, I know somebody who's who cured, what did they cure? Their diabetes or something through fasting. Type 2, type two I mean, you would know all about that anyway, wouldn't you? They, well, I think it cured, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah. It. I mean, you know, the vast majority of type 2 diabetes has been caused by eating uh, sweet processed foods and fruit juice and stuff too long just overwhelming the body so with quite a, there are quite a few instances you give the body a rest and the bowels can repair you know the, the cells of the body can repair so people who were type 2 diabetic um you know there, there are ways within a month or so where you can reverse type 2 and fasting on going on a raw vegan diet cutting out all carbs and um most fruit apart from berries you know, there are ways to just give the body a rest and assuming you're not grossly underweight or so weak that such a diet wouldn't be sensible, then, um, you know, there's a fabulous film, Raw for 30 Days, and it just shows how it's done. It's not so hard. Now, the final thing is jumping from one thing to another, Clive, but while I've got you here, I might as well tackle issues. Uh, fungal nail infection. Yeah. I got rid of mine and it just went. But it's come back with a vengeance. And it, it went, I was using a bit of apple cider vinegar on it. And see, when I started selenium, maybe when I first started taking the selenium, it kind of went. But half of my nail is practically like grey black. Oh, nasty. It isn't well, very nice at all. Okay. So, I mean, you, you are what you eat. Uh, you know, your nail is what you were eating back then. And, you know, maybe there was too much sugar, too much processed food, too much fruit juice, something in the diet to lead it to to go fungal. It could also be lack of uh, circulation um, that might not be helping things. But there are a number of essential oils you can literally paint on with a paintbrush. Um, Things like, well, probably oregano oil is probably the most famous but uh, neem oil would probably do it. I'm trying to think what else. Um, I mean, you know, if one were to look up a natural remedy for fungal nail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, just thought it was weird. It's only, and it's only that, it's only one, well, just the one. Which yeah, is so, and, and, Unless it, it's really dead, I don't know. So, uh, let me guess, it's your left big toe. No, my right. Okay. All right. I had a 50% chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, if on a daily basis you paint, paint it on, um, you know, there's a product out there by a company called Zane called Fungus Stop, which is a blend of, and a bottle of that will last you a lifetime probably. Um, but you've got to remember it's also what you're eating that is, you know, fungus happens on dead things. You know, all mushrooms grow, grow you know, yeah. mushrooms grow on dead wood for example so you know if your body is supporting a fungal infection you need to improve the or change the ph of your body probably and maybe taking the apple cider vinegar before a meal uh internally might be yes that's what i haven't been doing i used to do that as a ritual every morning lemon apple cider vinegar and filtered water and i've just i haven't done that now for nearly a year i think that's interesting if you were doing that, I'd be doing it half an hour before a meal, oh. rather than on its own in the morning and then have breakfast a lot later. I would right. Okay. Okay. Follow it with breakfast because it's good for the digestion. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Clive, that's brilliant. Have we got any? Have you got any events or uh, coming up? What's going on? 
Um, the next event that I'm aware of is the first Saturday of next month when I do an Ask Clive Anything for the Secret Health Club members. Other than that, I, I think I have got a talk or two. I think you have as well, actually. I'm pretty sure you have coming up in April. Um, I must say, we had I had Jack on last week, the prodigal son. He was absolutely brilliant. Um, how's he getting on with the Tesla? How's all, how's all that going? I mean, the videos and the testimonies are just incredible. And I now can be one of those testimonies to this incredible ancient technology, which Clive is restoring. Um the pain relief, and he's he's a natural Clive. He really is. Well done. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, really good. Um, any more things going on with Tesla as well? Is there anything, uh, any uh, any events or any demonstrations going on? Uh, no, but I, but I might um, I, I might put something on uh, in the next month or two. I was thinking of doing a pain away day where. People come along with pain and hopefully leave without it. That's a good idea. Brilliant. Brilliant. So CliveDecarle.com, SecretHealthClub.com. Clive's also on Linktree. He is on Spotify. He is on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as they're known now, Google Podcasts. Um, but if you go to the Linktree and just put in Clive DeCarle, every single link to his social media platform is there. Um censorship we, clive tried getting back onto youtube i think that lasted about an hour didn't it yeah something like that <laughs> they really don't like you they really really don't like you actually i don't i thought we were censored but i've never i don't know anyone who's who's actually like the message that google gives you like we don't want you <laughs> go away <laughs> i don't know many people who've had that so congratulations clive thank you very much lovely right that's it Clive maybe we could come back again next week and talk some more um more products and things because it's been too long well for sure there are all sorts of exciting ones that are coming out very very shortly so there's going to be a lot to talk about brilliant brilliant okay thank you so much Clive thanks Lou bye <laughs>